Hello everyone, it's Ashley with Amare, owner and founder of Amare Healing Arts, Plastic Surgery Recovery Center, and Holistic Clinic, specializing in manual lymphatic drainage. We have two locations in New Jersey, Highland Park and Elizabeth, and I also offer virtual consults if you're not in New Jersey but still need help with your recovery. You can give the office a call at 732-841-0142 to set up your sessions. We have our post-op shop where we offer post-op supplies like lipofoams and BBL pillows and I teach you guys how to use those products with the videos that we have on our product page. That's amarepostopshop.com. We also have our online courses where I teach you guys what massages you would need after plastic surgery, when to get your massages, who to get them from, what the lymphatic system is, what lymphatic massages actually are, and all the research that you would need on your post-op massages and finding a lymphatic therapist. All of these links are in our bio as well as in the description boxes, so you guys can go and check that out. I will see you guys soon. Ashley with Amare. Bye! Oh, Ashley with Amare. So... Today, we are going to be talking about the dreaded FUPA. Yes, guys, what the FUPA? What is a FUPA? Okay, ladies, 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 let me tell you something, please. When you start having a lower pelvic region right over your pubic bone swelling, do not accept that as normal. There is a problem going on. Mind you, even if you had liposuction in that area, yes, it will swell. But to the point where it looks like you have a penis, that is not acceptable. And it is completely fixable. So, this topic was sparked today by a client who told me that she is, well, she is four weeks um, or three weeks and told me that her doctor told her, oh, yeah, it's normal. It's going to be swollen like that for months. Guys not acceptable. So for you guys listening on the podcast, this video is on Instagram. If you want to watch me record this video, um, a lot of our other videos are on Instagram. They will shortly be coming to the podcast, but for right now, this is where we're at. So FUPA, what does it stand for? I am going to do a video on all of this like surgery slang, like dog ears and all kinds of things like that, that you guys, you know, have these words for, um, oh, swell hell, like all this crazy stuff, right? So FUPA, <laughs> fat upper, in medical terms, we say pelvic area, F-U-P-A, um, out there in the post-op world, you guys say fat upper, boop, like the other word for a cat area, um, trying to keep it as PG as we can here, so yeah, that's what you call it, right, fat, all right, let's establish real quick, uh, it's not fat, it's swelling, it may have been fat before surgery, but post-op, liposuction, tummy tuck, post-op, that is swelling. So how does it get there? Well, we already covered liposuction, right? If they lipo your lower pubic bone, your lower pubic region, it's going to swell. Okay, fine. If you get a tummy tuck, they're cutting right there in that area. Your swelling is going to go above and below your tummy tuck incision. Hint, below pubic region area, swelling. Now, this swelling does not just sit on the outside and the top of your pubic region. It will be your entire pubic area, like the whole thing, all the way around in there that's going to be swollen. Um, and we're going to talk about a couple other little sensitive things in here too, like your cycle and how that's affected by surgery um, and things like that. But no, this is not normal. This is not, <laughs> they told her it was normal. Guys, I say it all the time. 
just because it's a common occurrence in the post-op world, like the illegal squeeze massage pushing blood out of you, and the recovery houses that are not registered as businesses, where if you call 911 they can't find you, just because it's normal happening, quote-unquote normal, common, does not mean it's normal or healthy in your body. Okay, so let's establish that. Just because it's common does not mean it's normal. No, let's let's debunk that real quick. Okay, so um, this is something that is very easily fixable, like super, super fixable. It's your compression garment causing this. So let's start with the most simple one, right? A binder, as we know, binders are those white stretchy elastic things that wrap around your stomach 360. They do not cover your fupa area. They do not cover below your tummy tuck incision. They do not cover your thighs. I have a video on binders. Um, I'm going to do another one showing you guys a binder. So you guys who are on Spotify, Google, and Apple, you might want to switch over to Instagram for that one to see the actual binder and what I'm talking about. But there's a way to rig your binder so it stops cutting into you and causing swelling. Because what's happening is it's not graded compression. And if you don't know what that means, go listen to my other podcast on Is My Faha Too Small um, or my videos on Fahas on Instagram. Um, it's not graded compression. So it's going to be the same size squeezing you all the way around like a sausage casing almost, just squeezing you in there. And your swelling is going to gush above the binder and below the binder, ding, 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 where your fupa area is. So it's going to literally push your swelling into that area. Um, that's the thing with a binder. Yes, are they necessary after some tummy tuck surgery, something like that because of the drains and things? Yes, but we can rig it and I'll get to that in a different video so that it doesn't do that. Um, but a binder will cause fupa area. What else will cause fupa area? Having a garment that doesn't have legs. You guys know what I'm talking about. Those garments that just like snap where the underwear is and don't have legs. They cut you off at the hips. Where that seam is, is literally trapping your major lymph nodes in your hips, causing swelling back up into your pubic region area, your fupa area. So there is that. Um, if you have a garment with legs, but it's super stretchy and you have no support in that fupa area, you will swell. So swelling is from surgery, and I talk about this in every video, it leaks out into the interstitial space. What does that mean? The space between your skin and where your tissue is supposed to be where it's not there anymore because it got suctioned out by liposuction or cut by the tummy tuck or whatever, where that tissue normally is, that interstitial space, that is just a giant hole. Swelling is filling that giant hole, filling up that interstitial space, pushing against your skin, and you're super swollen. So if we don't have proper compression or proper support in that lower pelvic region area, no matter what garment you're in, it's either cutting into you causing the fupa, or you have no support, like in a no-legged garment, or in a garment that's really stretchy around your lower pelvic region area, and that's where the fupa is coming from. So how do we fix it? The Amare Lipo Foams. So you guys know these are our branded foams. Um, they're made of polyurethane, not memory foam. You will not find other foams like them. And we use them for all kinds of compression rigging in your garments. Um, I'm going to do another video on foam. I already have one. I'll do another video on the foam itself, like with tips and tricks of how to use it. But you need something covering that fupa area. So if you go to our online shop, Link is in the bio on our Instagram, or you guys can find it on our Spotify. The link is in there as well in our bio. Um, if you go to our online shop, order a pack of foam. You are not mm -hmm. cutting the foam. The worst thing that you guys do is put boards and like those triangles or those chunks or those pieces of foam 
over your fupa area. Why is that bad? Because again, where that foam is triangulated on your fupa area, it's ending right at your lymphatic vein, like drains, vessels in your hips. It's like pushing against it, cutting off the flow. So we use one horizontal piece on your lower pelvic region, touching your thighs all the way up to just underneath your belly button. So your entire fupa area covered by one big flat piece of Amare foam so that it pushes the garment, the binder, the no-legged garment away from your drains to get your fluid to start pouring back into your lymph nodes and your drains and your hips so that that starts to drain out. So that's life hack for that. If you guys have this giant fupa problem and it is swollen and you have it for more than like two or three weeks, it's going to become fibrosis. You are not moving that much. You no flow is happening down there in the fupa area. So it's going to turn into this hard mass right over your pelvic region. Then we're going to need twice as many sessions and twice as long to reverse it back to its natural liquid state, which is swelling, which is where it came from, and then get it drained out and fix the problem that was causing the block up to begin with, turning it into that fupa to begin with. So there's a process. If you need help with fupa things, if it is hard and not going anywhere, if it is swollen and fupa and it's been three weeks and you're like, oh my God, what the fupa? Schedule a virtual with me. Call the office, 732-841-0142. Alex will get you set up with a virtual, and we can figure out what's causing it. Because, guys, you can rub that thing till the cows come home. If there is no flow, if you are blocking the flow of that swelling and it can't go back into your body due to the garment, due to the boards, due to whatever, it's never going to go away. It's going to constantly be trapped there. That is a bone. It's a pelvic region bone. You are not getting much movement in that area. Even if you're walking, like a mile a day and I know you're not doing that post out but even if you guys are doing like a lot of exercise let's say you're three months out it's fibrosis you're not gonna get it to have that type of movement that we need um and even still if you're still using the thing that caused it it's gonna stay period it's not going anywhere so if you need help with your fupa area do that now second part of this video your cycle ladies I get this question all the time or you guys freak the living hell out of yourselves because you don't realize that your cycle can be triggered by surgery. You will get your cycle two weeks early. You will get it a week and a half late. And when you get it, it'll be either, well, most, most of the time, 99% of the times, it's longer, it's heavier, and it's more painful. Why? Fupa swelling. That is why. Because your cycle, when you get cramps, a little bit of anatomy here. When you have your cycle, your hips basically micro shift a little bit and open like a slight, slight, slight bit the way they do during pregnancy where they really shift. It's like barely and you start cramping because you're having those contractions, mini baby contractions, the same way you would during pregnancy, just a lot less mini baby contractions as everything's falling out, right? And shedding. Here's the thing. Your body is very tiny. My body's very tiny. So uh, guys on the podcast, you're not gonna be able to see this, but as I stand up, and we look to the side. This is your hips right here. This nice big chunk, right? In between the front of your body and the back of your tailbone, your pelvic bone and your tailbone, you have your colon, you have your uterus, you have your fallopian tubes, you've got your ovaries. There's a lot in here on a regular day. You now have massive amount of internal swelling from a tummy tuck or an ab repair. You now have swelling from liposuction on top 
sitting on top of your abdomen. And you're going to swell a little bit during your cycle and get internal swelling. So you've got swelling already in there pushing on it. Then you've got internal swelling that's developed because of the little crampy contractions for everything starting to shed, that little bloat that we normally get. So yeah, it's going to be a lot worse. You're going to feel it and you may not want to be in your garment for it. That's okay. But we need to get back in your garment right after it ends because that's all that time that we're losing that you have internal swelling and interstitial swelling right under the skin from surgery, interstitial swelling. And if we don't get right back into the garment after our cycle's over and we can manage with it, if we can even try to manage with your cycle and the garment, that would be the best thing possible because you now have double the amount of swelling in a very tight, tiny area between your coccyx bone, your tailbone, and your pubic bone. All of that. And then you've got swelling on top of your pubic bone and your fupa. So with that being said, we want to make sure we're trying to stay in the compression as best as we can. We want to make sure we're using the foams to cushion ourselves as best as we can. But again, guys, it's going to be a lot more of a rough ride and it can happen earlier and it can happen a little later due to surgery. Generally, surgery will trigger it and it'll it'll come a lot quicker. Your cycle will show up a lot earlier with your surgery. I've seen that happen a million times. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's on its normal schedule, but it's a lot harder. It's more cramps. It's heavier flow. It lasts longer because your body is under all of this stress and the swelling. So if you've got the fupa swelling going on, it's going to make your cycle during your surgery time a lot worse. And worse, I mean a lot more like troublesome. For some people, if they already have like a three-day cycle, it's super short, and they've got like no cramping, no bloating, nothing like that, they get like a seven-day cycle. And it's manageable, but it's really heavy. So just be aware of that. And if you've got fupa swelling going on, know that it's going to have a whole thing. Um, oh my goodness, Kathleen, hello. I didn't have my period for six weeks afterwards. That happens. As I just said, it can be a lot longer. Um, it's, it's okay. It's normal. That is a normal body function. That is part of the process because your body is under a lot of stress. So again, with the pressure and stuff like that in that area with the FUPA, <laughs> Kathleen, I'm trying to focus here. Um, if you guys don't know Kathleen, she has um, the Plastic Surgery Recovery Handbook on Instagram. For you guys listening on the podcast, you can look her up on Instagram. I do tag her in a lot of my stuff. We share a lot of each other's stuff. She is also a really great resource. Um, but anyway, yes, it can happen before. It can happen after. So if you have FUPA swelling and everything from front to back is super swollen and super irritated already, you're going to go nuts. One thing I highly suggest with FUPA on your cycle, do not use tampons because it will make it a whole big mess in there with swelling and then the contractions from the whole situation of swelling and you put a tampon in there, it's, you're going to contract around it and you're going to be in a lot more pain. So we want to try and get pads, um, things like that and put them in your garment so that you can stay in your garment. Um, for that, you know, period, I may suggest wearing your underwear in your garment with the pads so that you're making sure everything is okay. Um, so that's the FUPA thing. But again, if it hardens, and it may not just be on top of your pubic region. It may harden like in between your legs too. I've seen that as well to get fibrosis in between there because of the swelling. It can last months, especially if you're staying in that thing that's going to trap, trap the swelling and trap the fibrosis. It can be years um, after a tummy tuck. That whole area stays hard because you've had it all cut. So there's that. Um, it, like I said, it's not going to go anywhere 
if we don't stop the problem. So that's your whole cycle thing. Just be aware of that, um, especially if you see FUPA signs and your cycle's been off for a while. It could be the excess swelling in there causing more pressure on your body with all of the organs in there. It's a very small space. Um, so that's that part of it. Now, <laughs> something out of left field, now that we're done talking about the important stuff, guys, why on earth would you do cavitation on your pubic bone? Why? I have a whole video on cavitation, cavitation, ultrasound and radio frequency. We are not doing post-op. That is for when you are healed. That is for three months, six months out. If you still want to tone and tighten a little bit, that has nothing to do with post-surgery and will cause instant fibrosis. Lovely lady came in to see me three weeks ago, had no swelling, decided she was going to go get cavitation done, even though I told her not to. Got cavitation done. They did it over her fupa. She comes back freaking out because now she's got fibrosis and a fupa. Cavitation. Guys, we cannot be doing that stuff when your body is so fragile. So please, if you have a fupa and you're freaking out and you're like, oh my God, I can't, this is still here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to do everything. I'm going to do wood therapy and all kinds of stuff. Guys, calm down. Take a breath. This is your resource. Fupa is just swelling. That's it. Fupa is the same swelling on your sides, the same swelling on your stomach. Everywhere else you got liposuction, it's the same swelling. I know it's a sensitive area. I know we freak out, but guys, it's just swelling. We can get rid of it. The same way we can get rid of fibrosis after three years, we can get rid of it. The same way we can get rid of swelling after three years, we can get rid of it. There's always a way to get rid of it. There's always a way to fix it. So calm down. Take a chill pill. Take a breath. But you need to know. So again, it's just swelling. We can handle it. It's caused by a bad garment. It's caused by boards cutting into you. There's lots of things trapping that fluid. Whatever's trapping the fluid, stop it, first and foremost. Second of all, go ahead and schedule with me, and I'll tell you how to reverse it. It's very different depending from person to person, what it looks like, how long it's been there, all of that stuff. We can figure out ways to deal with it. So there's that. Um, but yeah, stop freaking out about your fupas, guys. It's not that serious. I know the post-surgery community makes it this big, like elaborate, like all these buzzwords and all the crazy stuff that you freak out about until you start rubbing oil on it and rubbing wood on it and like doing all this crazy stuff, cavitation, radio frequency, cupping the fupa area. I know cupping is used for fibrosis, but that's a little, for me, that's a little delicate of an area. I wouldn't really want to do that. That might be something you want to ask Kathleen about. Kathleen does cupping for fibrosis. Um, so Kathleen, go ahead. Um, send everybody to you for that. But that is not something we do because it's a very sensitive area and it's a lot of bones and ligaments and tendons. Um, but again, don't go do crazy things with your FUPA. And do not, when your doctor tells you three weeks out, oh yeah, it's normal. Mm. Is it though? No, it's not. We just need to take care of it properly. So this was a little bit on FUPAs. If you need to get foams for your FUPA to start attacking the swelling and attacking the fibrosis and getting it to melt back to swelling, check them out in the online shop. If you need, oh, Kathleen says, no, ma'am, I'm not cupping anyone's kitty. Well, there you go. Confirmed that I know what I'm talking about. Thank you for the verification, Kathleen. We're not doing that. End of story. So foam. If you need the Amari Lipo foams, they're in the shop. If you need help, if you have FUPA and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? I know what she's saying. It sounds right. Oh my God, what do I do? Call the office. Talk to Happy Alex, as everybody calls her. She will get you set up with a virtual 732-841-0142. Um, and we'll fix it. We can always fix it. 
there's always a way. It's just going to take time. It's going to take the proper technique. It's going to take the proper education, but we can do that. Um, so guys, thank you for listening. More episodes will be coming out on the podcast as I do these recordings. Um, we are going to try to put some of the backdated episodes on the podcast as well. The backdated videos from Instagram. So we have a little bit bigger of a library for you guys. Um, I have a cat and a dog and they like to make a lot of noise. So some of the audios are not the greatest because there's background noise. So I will try to get some of those edited and put up for you guys on the podcast. Or you can always come and check them out on our Instagram. So Kathleen, thank you for buzzing in and helping. Um, again, Plastic Surgery Recovery Handbook on Instagram. Go check her out. Um, and I'll try to include her in the soap notes, uh, soap notes, in the show notes. <laughs> I'm in massage mode. <laughs> in the show notes as well so you can go check her out um and that's it guys have a good night and i will talk to you guys soon bye